What is going on? I yelled, help, help. Help, they stole all my money. I was depending on that money to move my family. Is that what he said? Yeah. To move my family where? Out uh, of my house. <laughs> from the smallest room in New York City. I don't care where, but you got to get the fuck <laughs> out. It gives you a reason to live. Stop lying. Much more importantly, yeah. we have somebody, a, a, a father, who left his baby on a subway platform. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was so cute. This dum-dum who is... Uh, he was on the Upper East Side. I guess they got into some sort of... It sounds like a fight. An argument. Yeah, they're going to do an argument. So she's like, well, I'm going back. I'm going home. You take the baby. And he's yeah. like, I'm not... You, it's your baby. I'm not taking the baby. You take the baby. <laughs> it sounds like he volunteered. Like, well, I'm just going to leave it. Yeah, no, no, no. He said he would take the baby home. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Then he forgot. Oh. And, and then he, he, he screwed up. He's yeah. like, uh, this, this is a 26-year-old Josh Perez. They think he was drunk or high or possibly both. He said he was on his way home from a friend's house with girlfriend Vanessa Almodover, who was 27, yes. robbing the cradle here with her 26-year-old boyfriend and their baby. And they're all together. I guess they were they were at this friend's house until uh, with the baby until 2:30 a.m. So you know, obviously they're responsible parents, uh, and sure, uh, sure, sure. you know they're just out uh, having a, house party. a little little cocktail party. You know, they may probably a dinner party. Uh, and and uh, so they're One of those on their way home. Elegant affairs. Yeah, right, yeah with, with a spat there, which happens. I mean, like when I see a couple fighting in public, boy, that's entertaining. I mean, there's just nothing more entertaining. Is it? Yeah. It I does. wish that there was a whole YouTube channel devoted to it. I would just I would watch couples fight. There isn't one. As far as I know, I haven't found it yet. If you know of one, please send it. I would okay. love to see that YouTube channel. Yeah. Couples fighting, sort of like a world star on a, on a couples level. Well, Aldemavar, Almodover, Almodovar went back to their pal's place because of the spat. See, they got into a spat at the at the uh, six train station, 110th Street. So uh, she and, and she left Perez to take the baby home. See, and what did he? It do? says here he told his girlfriend he would take the six year old, uh, six month old, six month old daughter. He was going to take a, take the baby home, but here she just left uh, left him to take. I from, bet you from you, robbing you, the cradle to leaving the cradle, <laughs> and you may be right. He, it might just been like, "I'm not taking the baby. I'm you not take taking the baby. the baby. You take the baby." And then, like, okay, they, well, but then neither of us is taking the baby. Then they played chicken. Yeah, and he's like, "She's the mother, surely to Christ. She's not going to leave the baby on the platform. I'm just the dad, of course. I'm going to leave the baby." But on then, the didn't he wind up? Didn't the baby show up on a platform that was different from the one that they? Had the fight on? Yeah, I showed up at. Uh, apparently, the baby, uh, baby uh, went one stop south <laughs> downtown, or a couple, a couple of stops downtown to Eighty Sixth Street. He was like, "I fucked this." Yeah, pushed it out, and he's like, "She'll figure it out." Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what happened. But then later, he got back to Brooklyn. He's like, "Oh fuck, where's the baby?" He woke up on the train. Yeah, he's, you know, he... Where my baby? Next thing he knew, he was waking up on the President Street Station, roughly 12 miles away in Crown Heights. That's far, 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 far from from where we're talking about. Yeah. From way up on 86th Street. Uh, that 86th Street stop, I know even from, even from like, uh, it's it's the local, I guess. It must have been the local. The 6th train is the local, yeah. So yeah. there's a lot of, it takes a little time, whatever. But I guess it's a couple of hours later. He must have just fallen asleep and just like uh, stayed on the train, I guess. Sure. But it seems like he could almost, I don't know. It, it, no no matter, really. And Perez told cops that he frantically called his girlfriend and asked if she had. Uh, you got uh, the baby? You, you got the baby, right? You got the baby. She's like, I don't have the baby. What I left. You, I what left. Are you talking about you. I left you with the baby. 
that's the voice of uh, Vanessa Almodovar, yeah, yeah, yeah. who you heard uh, on tape just now. Uh, <laughs> they recorded her during the conversation. What the fuck <laughs> you talking about? You got the baby. I left you with the baby. Yeah. That's a, it, uh, What do you think of that, Seth? That's Are you playing me? <laughs> Don't you fuck with me right now. He's like, no, I thought you uh, had the baby. I, I got on the... You, I woke up and the baby wasn't there. What'd you do with it? What you mean you woke up? <laughs> woke up? You ever see The Wiz? Yeah. Now, the dad then called police... That's going to be a really bad feeling. You wake up, you don't have the baby. The the woman doesn't have the baby. He's like, fuck it, we fucked this up. Now I got to call the police. Well, this guy is charged in this. With what? Leaving a baby. Well, the baby's fine. Yeah, the baby's fine. Isn't that incredible? A fucking six-month-old baby left unattended in New York City in the subway. And it's fine. Well, I mean. People talk about how unsafe it is sometimes. But you know what? For babies, pretty safe. I mean, well, what's anybody going to do? Nobody's going to be like. Oh, let's roll the baby down the stairs. Oh, you're going to go, hey, free baby. <laughs> Check it out. Maybe. I mean, like, if you find, uh, it's not like it has a wallet on it, you know? It doesn't no, have no, any no. ID. So you're like, you can my take- rule is anything you find, if you don't know who's keepers, fuck, it's yours. Well, what I might have done. I, if is something take has the, an ID in it, you, you return it. You know? Is take the baby out of the stroller, put the baby on a bench, and keep the stroller. Would <laughs> take- that... Would, would take that, the wheels off the stroller. Would you get <laughs> Would you get in trouble for that? For stealing the stroller? Yeah. They probably get you for kidnapping. But I if bet you, you didn't anything. Take the baby. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You didn't take the baby. Perez is a question uh, he was questioned there at the Transit District 4 substation Union Square before being arrested charged with abandonment of a child. No, no, no. I didn't. I no, didn't abandon no, it. I didn't abandon it. I forgot I wanted it. it. I, I forgot it. I don't the know child. where I put it. I didn't <laughs> abandon. Uh He's also acting in a manner injurious to a child and reckless endangerment. Well, yeah. So, um, I, as far as I know. Now, I, 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 all this time, I thought this was a woman being arrested. This is him. Yeah. Look at this guy. Look, look how effeminate he looks like as, as he's being led away. Well, he's got like a ponytail. Yeah, he's got a ponytail. Imagine if, imagine seeing like, this would be like, like a scene out of the battleship Potemkin. Where like the 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 baby stroller instead of like going down the stairs, mm-hmm. it's like on the it's on the platform, and like just slowly starts rolling toward the toward the edge. Just like the Potemkin, and like imagine how scary that would be. And there's a train coming in. Yeah, that would be that would definitely put you on the edge of your seat, wouldn't it? I just left the baby down in the... There is a video like that on YouTube, I think. A a baby stroller rolling towards the train then to fall off the platform in front of the train. And there's a... a, Oh, no, what? There's a video of a cat watching it. (laughs) (laughs) Why didn't the cat do anything? Well, it's reacting to it, it, seeing it on video. I've seen a a video, I think it's in India, of like a baby down on the tracks... The baby's just kind of crawling around, and then uh-huh. the, the train sort of runs over it. Yeah, I've seen that video. It's fucking oh, have you? It's so great. It's so great, because you're like, okay, this is a setup, right? This is like, right. you're nope. thinking, this can't be real, and then it's oh. definitely real. Oh, no, it is. The baby's yeah. dead. This R train just... And sound is like, you You don't think you're going to hear a pop over all that train oh, noise. Fuck. I don't think I've heard the sound. <laughs> yeah, watch it with sound. Uh, now, you remember David Sweat? Yeah, who's that? David Sweat escaped from prison. Uh, Clinton oh, Correctional. Oh, yes, 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 that the, guy. The uh, Yeah, the Shawskank uh, redemption fellow, you know, the cop killer. Well, this guy. He killed a cop? Yeah, he killed a cop. Not in the, not during the, the escape, but that's what he's locked up for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's lucky that 
You know what I found out? Like, if you escape from prison, they're not, and they, and they, when they catch you, they're not required to capture you. If you once you're once you've escaped from prison, like oh, yeah, they can yeah, just yeah. shoot you There's on a sight. Target on your face. Yeah, yeah, they're like you're just considered fair game. Yeah, you're hunting at that point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fun. But they didn't uh, do that. They did that with uh, Richard Matt. They shot him up. Yeah, he was drunk. He might have been armed. Was too. he the guy's buddy? Yeah, I mean they were the they they escaped and then went their separate ways. Yeah, they probably missed each other too. Missed but, each other like. You know, like emotionally. Well, in in many ways, yeah, emotionally, yeah. Uh, that's what I meant. So that's a, a missing is an emotion, isn't it, or is it? Uh, yeah, it's like regret, loss. Oh, <laughs> uh, this guy apparently, uh, you know, was, he he was having some. Uh, he, he says he wasn't pleasuring himself during a recent uh, visit with a with a gal pal, because mm. you know sometimes that the prison sex is. Uh, it's the hottest it, it, kind. It comes down to uh, you get a, a a little handy or something um, it, it from like a during a visit, you know, like under the table. Yeah. It's like uh, plastic tables where right. you know, the visit was almost over and he said he drank about uh, three and a half, 20 ounce iced teas and he really had to pee. Yeah. Uh, it's during an hour long interview. So uh, so any little boy or man like it, like any little boy or man would do, I grabbed it like, man, I really have to pee. Oh, okay. that's a source sure, of said sure. sweat was uh, punished for fondling himself. Through a state issued pants up in his uh, upstate lockup mm. with his fiance, the man's engaged, by the way, Frances uh, Malinick, who is a looker. Holy Christ, look at her. I mean, like a. Oh, yeah. I don't know what this Italian actress looks like that, that Weinstein is getting away with groping, but uh, she cannot be any more beautiful than this woman, well, Frances Malinick. I think a lot of these guys in prison have a bunch of girlfriends who come see them. Oh, what I'm surprised but, about. Well, is he's that, engaged. But didn't this? When did he do his escape? Oh, about 2015. So he's 14. Or, I'm surprised that they let him. I mean, I guess you know. I I, I think constitutionally, there's problems if they don't. Sometimes. Yeah, but they can. It. They don't have to let him. You can have visitors, but they don't necessarily have to let you like out in the sit at the tables. They can keep you behind glass. They can keep you well, behind bars. My mistake. I, don't, I guess this wasn't a handy. I think I'm I'm conflating this with another prison story that I read recently. It was a it, it was an account of prison sex called a gentleman's guide to uh, sex in prison. Oh, and uh, how gentlemen do it. Yeah, <laughs> gentleman's guide to it. Yeah, but this guy. But this guy was just fondling himself. Yeah, but. Then didn't the woman say, no, no, I wasn't fondling him. I was, um, he had a boil or something. Well, like he was that. complaining about a lump in his groin, she claimed. And uh, yeah, she yeah. said that she's a nurse and she was and trying to he give had it. To pee. So obviously that was happening. Yeah. Yeah, she yeah. was, <laughs> so she was giving wa- him an exam. So which was it? Was it an exam or did he have to pee? I had to pee and I, it happened to be while she was looking for a boil mm-hmm. uh, down there. Look, it's just the truth. It's not, I know that it's, to, look. You have a limited amount of time. Yeah. And sometimes you have to, uh, you know, tie a knot in it uh, yeah. from needing to urinate at the same time that you're getting a medical exam from your oh, nurse. Oh, God. Can you imagine how annoying that would be? You're like, hey, we just we have to squeeze oh. all this in. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, he's in Attica. They've added 2,000 more cameras. Uh, that was... Uh, well, once they get married, he'll be able to apply for conjugal visits and they won't have to worry about this. They'll be able to spend a whole weekend in a um, in a trailer. Hmm. 
that 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 will happen you say well if they get married I, I guess oh right you have to be married to have those you know you can also take conjugal visits uh with family members yeah, as yeah, well. yeah. that's why they're not really called conjugal visits anymore i think they're just called family visits family visits exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. you I can know. have a family visit with your mom but they're really careful i understand this is according to that article that i referenced yes and uh they're really uh it's by dan guinness or guinness um who served 10 years in oh. various prisons. Uh, and uh, it's a very interesting article. But, uh, yeah, he said that um, they're very careful about cousins. If you have these attractive cousins showing up, <laughs> yeah, they're then like, they, they, they're they very well checked. There's a whole, I mean, I think you have to have several years of good behavior. You have to earn the privilege. Yeah, you, have to, you have to earn them over time. I mean, huh? I knew somebody who would do them with his mom. And knowing his mom, like, I just couldn't imagine... It would almost seem like... It's not like he's fucking her. Is what well, I, just, I mean, she was so awful. I would just as soon be in, be in a jail cell. Maybe. <laughs> His mom was that was that bad, huh? I mean, she seemed pretty awful. Wow. Well, I mean, like, is that mean? She's she. No, not at all. What 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 did you find to be so awful about her? She was just an unpleasant person. And this is the mother of a convict that you. Yeah. Knew? yeah. It's called a a gentleman's guide to pr- to sex in prison. You can find that online. I would like to talk now about uh, Yasmin Ortega because she's been on trial, and look at the expression on her face. First of all, it's like she's like the most. She's yeah, I, I understand Kindly. she's insane and, and a murderer possibly, but uh, she she has this look like uh, she's like she's looking at a guy who just pulled his pants down, you know, and she's looking with appreciation yeah. like, mm-hmm, okay. Oh, I thought she was kind of looking like, like I do not approve of that. Oh, I see. That's what you say. Uh, to me, the downturn mouth, it, it, it signals a... Uh, but maybe it is. Maybe it's like a what you're talking about, Willis, uh, kind of a, of a look. But she, uh, this woman, she hated her job. Apparently. And she she wasn't getting enough money. She says. Uh, and she was uh, working for the Krim family on the Upper West Side. And she, she visited a friend. It was a, They were trying to set up a play date or something. That's uh, somebody named Chelsea Andrews. She also worked as a nanny. She testified that Yasmin Ortega was acting strange on October 24th, 2012, when she whined about working for the Krim family. When I saw her that day, in that state of mind, I did not want to schedule a play date with her because I didn't like the way she looked. Huh. Well, I don't like the way she looks either. Yeah. She's put on a lot of weight in prison. She has. Look at her. She's, when, she, oh, yeah. when they first got her, she was very thin. Was she? Yeah, much thinner. Much. She's put on 30, 40 pounds. Since 2012. I wonder if she knows my ex-girlfriend who's on Rikers. <laughs> they must. I mean, there's not that many women on Rikers. Oh, right. Your infamous girlfriend who was locked up for... Uh, attempted a, a, murder. A, a, yeah, accused of uh, attempted murder. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not, uh, certainly not... Uh, that is not as far from proven. That's far from going on trial. These things take so long to work out. She I only know. got arrested last year. Yeah, I mean, this woman... This is 2012. I mean, she been on. She must have been on Rikers since then. Well, I'm trying to figure it out. I, I mean, mean, that's the jail. That's where they put. They don't put you in prison. Well, they put you in the tombs too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But probably, I don't know if they put women in the tombs. I don't know if they put. It, they well, might you, only put women on Rikers. Maybe they do. I don't know. It's not. It's not mentioning uh, where she's being held. So yeah, very. It's we very likely it that they're best friends. Even. Yeah, girls are. <laughs> <laughs> girls, are, I, I got. Uh, news where Mandy Statmiller got a message, and she she's very big on like you know, she'll listen to her messages like you know it's always with the speaker, and she'll have speakerphone conversations with. She's just really big on the speakerphone and doesn't really think that much about it. So anyway, she was playing one of her messages, and this girl's like, uh, 
hey, you know, I'm sorry, I, you know, I wasn't, uh, I, I, I wasn't around when you called, you know, but I wanted to talk to you because I love you. This whole thing like that, yeah. I love you. So this goes on like this, you know, right. and then and the Mandy like goes, I have no idea who this is. <laughs> Yeah, she must so have a lot of friends. That's what I'm saying. Is that does is, Mandy have just like hundreds of friends? She has. Uh, yeah, it depends on what day you ask, Seth. You know what I mean? Like some days sure. she's got thousands of friends and contacts, which she's cultivated carefully, and then sometimes she's like, "I, you're my only friend." Oh, you know? Yeah, she's. I, I should mention that my wife is mentally ill. <laughs> no, just like Yasmin Ortega, who, you know, just to. For those who aren't familiar with the story, we covered this, of course, when it happened back in 2012. But this woman is accused of butchering two children, very young. We're talking about uh, a two-year-old and a six-year-old. That's Lucia Krim and Leo Krim. Right. They're the tots that Ortega stabbed to death inside their upper west side apartment. A day later, this is a day after... This woman did not. Chelsea Andrews, the other nanny, didn't want to set up a play date because of the way this woman looked. Mm. This woman, uh, you know, sometimes they would have these situations where she's crazy and they didn't really know what to do about it. The feeling's oh so strong. This is for you, Yoseline. Is, is that the Divine Miss M? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's originally Barry I'm, Manilow, you know. And I'm just trying to do um, what Ryan Katsu Rivera would be doing if we had an engineer, you know, play some. All <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Ryan Katsu Rivera of uh, Crime Report fame, who is also, uh, he's, on, he's on Trump quite a bit, too. Yeah. He does the Archie Bunker voice. What do you think of Yoslin? Uh I think she's like a, a real asshole. I mean, she's like, well, they never treated me nice, but it sounds like. They paid for her to. They they took her on vacation. They paid for her to go to Dominican Republic. I think they gave her relatives money. I mean, it sounds like they were pretty nice. Yeah, she. Says, I guess they wanted her because the thing is, once the kids get to be not babies anymore, and you have this person, you're like, hey, do you mind like, you know, you're not really taking care of the baby all the time. How about if you do some cleaning too? Yeah. I mean, I think, like, like, we don't want to just fire you, but, right, you know. you got to pick up the slack a little bit because the kid's like three now. Two, uh, three, six and two. I okay. mean, the two is still uh, going to require young, some didn't care. Didn't they ask her to do some cleaning or something? Yeah, they asked her to do a little, a little more cleaning, yeah. I mean, I've actually been in exactly this situation. Where to keep your job, you have to, like, double your work? No, 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 where, like, I had a nanny. Who... Oh. <laughs> you had a nanny? Sure. That's nuts, really. Well, not, not for me, but, like... For my kids. Oh, right. You know, you're <laughs> no, the kids are fine. Just uh, could you please bring me yeah. snacks? Sure. So you'd be like, hey, you know what? Um, yeah, we don't want to fire you, but the kids are kind of not really, you know, a lot of the time you're not deal- doing anything. So... I would be, I, could, I can't wait to fire the nanny. Yeah. It's a lot of money. I fired the nanny once. I, like, I got fired. And I was like, you know what? I'll just stay home and take care of the kids. I'm going to go home and fire the nanny. She got so mad. That you got fired? Like, look, I'm fired. Yeah, yeah. She it's didn't either that me. or I'll write you a bad check. I could do that. Yeah, right. Look, I'm trying to survive here, bitch. Right. She was really mad. Yeah, you're not me. I'm I'm not you. Were you mad yeah. about losing your job? No, I, I actually had um it, I wasn't really fired from that one. I kind of uh, arranged to um 
be caught masturbating. That's the one. No, no, no. I I arranged to whatever. We worked out uh, like a um a firing where they get they actually that was actually the one time where they gave me like three or four months pay, mm-hmm. which was great. Well, that's a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, that's a that's a long severance package. It was there. a good severance package. Yeah, because they wanted you gone. They wanted me gone. I wanted to go. And you're like, look, we let's, can do this the easy way. Yeah, we can do this. Or we can just drag it out. And then I thought that that's how it would always work. But then all the next jobs I got fired from, I was just like, they were just like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. No. How about you leave? <laughs> <laughs> that's the easy way for us. Yeah. She used to be kind of cute, almost. Yasmin Ortega. Yasmin Ortega. Yeah, really? I thought so. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I thought, I thought I mean, she was very attractive. I mean, not, not very attractive. That's stretching it. She's not a young woman anyway. She's you know in her fifties, I guess. At least, um, yeah, at least. I don't I, think she's very. It's like scandalous. She is. Well, she get. But when they first uh, got her, she was actually. Now, no. When I say cute, I mean sort of in like a, uh, you know, a, a woman. Like she looks like a feminist. You might cut off somebody's penis, you know. But. Uh, you think so? I I thought so. Yeah, I thought she had that look. Um. Do you remember in the world according to Garp? Yeah. When they would cut out their tongues. Yeah. There was one woman uh, who had the glasses and, you know, she was one that cut out her tongue. Yeah. And she was the one who saw that he was a man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and she's like, oop, oop, oop. Yeah, yeah, so that, that's that's who she kind of reminded me of. <laughs> I know that's a, that's a, what you're saying. A bit of an obscure reference, but she's mounting an insanity defense. I Patrick, thought, why is she mounting it? Isn't it funny? Put it the, forward. Just, don't mount it. Just back to that. Isn't it funny the... um. The John Lithgow character. I mean, it kind of like looks. It looked forward a lot to the whole Bruce Caitlin Jenner thing. It certainly did. Yeah, he's a professional athlete. He's a tight end for the Philadelphia Eagles. Who yeah. goes? Uh, who transitions then and becomes a woman? And then it's very tough. It is, and we're rooting for her in the in the movie. It shows that uh, Washington Irving was certainly ahead of his time. <laughs> Wait, I do forget his name. Though. John Irving. John Irving. <laughs> Washington Irving. That was a good one. This, uh, Did you see? By, by the way, uh, I think that she is insane. I don't think that she's so insane that she thought she needed to murder these children. That's what. That's my take on on Yasleen Ortega. She just sounds. I think she knew right from wrong. I but but I oh, do yeah. think. But she did have hallucinations and shit. Maybe. I mean, like she uh, yeah, has a history of mental illness. Actually, the thing that she has is uh, it's like psychotic depression or something like that. Oh. It's uh, it's it's pretty fucking serious. I think every woman has this. Actually, every woman I've ever dated <laughs> seems to have this uh, mental disorder. Which is what they just get like depressed and then they get kind of like crazy. Yeah, and they're, well, they can have hallucinations. Oh fuck! Uh, they fr- they frequently have those, and uh, and and obviously that's a bad bad situation if you uh, if you have that. You know, I mean, uh, hallucinations would be frightening. There's no way, under no circumstances is it going to be like a, a fun thing, I think. You know what I mean? To what? Have hallucinations? Yeah, they're not fun. They're no, just not fun. I agree with you. You know, like, I don't even like nightmares. You know what I mean? Hell no. Uh, they, they have you ever had night terrors? Night terrors, I have not have. No. I've, I've never had those. Have you? No. Have you? No. That's a, I think that's a woman thing. No, I think it's a little kid thing. A little kid thing. That's, that's even more, yeah. They have the night terrors. I never have had those. Apparently, it's like it's not a dream. It's not like a nightmare. You're you're sort of awake, just like screaming. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it's. <laughs> it's kind of like marriage. Yeah. 
is it is very similar to marriage. Oh my Christ! Uh, hey, it's Pat Dixon. I hope you're enjoying the show. Uh, you know what I enjoy about this show? No ads. This is kind of an ad. Forget that. Go to Patreon.com/slash Pat Dixon NYC, and that's how the show keeps going through contributions on Patreon.com. Go to Patreon.com. Slash Pat Dixon NYC. I'm Bill de Blasio, and you're listening to New York City Crime Report. I read this funny novel um, where the guy's <laughs> name is Barney, and he's talking to his father. He's like, yes, yeah, so uh, and his father's like, yeah, well, your mother, she really liked Gasoline Alley. She wanted to name you Skeezix. <laughs> but I convinced her to name you Barney Google. What Yoslin Ortega had was major depressive disorder with psychotic features. It's a condition that you experience... Uh, psychotic symptoms plus the sadness and hopelessness associated with depression and it means seeing hearing and smelling or believing uh things that aren't real you know um mm. that's a uh, that's 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 got to be terrifying yeah you know what i'm saying i would hate it so uh so she was supposed to pick up lulu <clears throat> ortega was this is the day of the murders uh she's 55 by the way at the time so i guess she's like approaching 60 now she was supposed to uh she looks great. Yeah, she does. She was. She's. She looks um, just amazing. This is 2018, for Christ's sake. That was back in 2012. The wheels of justice certainly turned slow. I mean, like this is a very cut and dried sort of case, as far as the I facts mean, you would go. think. They found. They caught her in With the, the middle knife. of cutting these kids' throat. Oh, she was cutting her own throat. She was cutting her own throat her. when the mother walked in. Yeah, and and uh, <laughs> that's uh, that. That's not in dispute. Um. But she was supposed to pick up uh, Lulu from kindergarten, walk her to dance class, and then go home and put Leo down for a nap. Oh. So I guess she must have confused the orders on that. Okay, so you want me to pick up uh, Lulu from kindergarten and bring her home and uh, butcher her? <laughs> stab her in the, in the tub? Now, uh, three-year-old Nessie is the one that survived. There's a third kid that survived. Yeah, because she was with the mom at the time. She took her to a swimming class. Yeah. Swimming with her uh, three-year-old Nessie. Nessie going swimming. and That's it. That's funny. <laughs> and they went home. Then uh, she did. Now the mother of the two children uh, who were butchered, uh, she testified about the moment that she found their bodies covered in blood. It's like a horror movie. I go down, I walk down the hall, and I see the light on under the back of the door. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, God, it's so quiet in here. Oh, God. Why is it so dot, dot, dot quiet? And I open the door, and I open the door. Oh, God. And she and she's weeping, you know, of course, during this testimony. This is very, <laughs> this is very dramatic. Come on, get over it. It's fucking six years ago. I mean, she has new it? kids. You have Nessie. It's been longer since they died than you knew them. I think that's a, that's a, when you have a relationship. That's <laughs> kind of like what you, the way you measure it. You know, yeah. it takes you about half the time of the whole relationship. And so, yeah, she's overdue to just let it go. I mean, she's in court. You know, they she had to look at pictures and stuff too. Uh, Ortega was at first not looking at the pictures. I think eventually she took a little glimpse. Uh, yeah, the key question of the trial is why she did it and whether or not uh, she was too mentally ill to be held responsible. So that's the thing. She planned the ki- uh, prosecutors say she planned the killings, waiting until she was alone in the apartment, carefully selecting two knives from the kitchen before dispatching her charges. Wow, that's quite cold way of looking at it, of saying that. Dispatching her charges. You mean stabbing two kids in the bathroom? Yeah. I have to uh, dispatch my charges. I'll be right back. They also admitted that she... Uh, they don't have a clear motive here. 
No, and maybe that's the problem. Like, you know, it really should be if you can't come up with a motive, then they have to go free. Yeah. If you no motive, no crime. Like, if you can't figure out why she did it, and that would be kind of, like, clever. Like, so what a prosecutor has to establish is not whether the person did it or not, but trick them into admitting why they did it. Uh, Assistant DA uh, Courtney Rose said it's possible that her resentment and jealousy of Marina Krim, coupled with her inability to provide for her own son, sent her into a calculated rage. Oh, yeah, what was the deal with her son? He's like... Well, she had a son. Yeah, and there's something wrong with him? No, I don't think... What's wrong with him? I think the only thing wrong with him is... uh, His mom is in jail. His mom is... Yeah, and they need to let her go so she can take care of her son. Why are they splitting up families? It's it's just what they do. Ripping up families. They're ripping up... You know, like, I got... (laughs) It's it's sad. It's it is sad. You know, I mean, like, look, Crim's family that's ripped apart already. That's done. That's done. Two right. wrongs don't why, make a right. Why compound the damage? Yeah, this is how is it going to help? Yeah, is, is this going to bring her kids back? <laughs> no. I mean, it just seems so. It's. I feel like kindergartners could sort of put this together sometimes. You know, yeah. better than we do as adults. Better than better Let than the, the, mommy judi- go. the legal system. Okay, here's what how you ask the the kids. All right. There's a mommy, and she's not allowed to see her kid. What should they do? What should they do? Yeah. <laughs> they won't let her. They won't. And, and, and he wants to see her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He misses his mommy. Yeah, and she misses him. And they need each other. It's just going to perpetuate the cycle of violence. It's, it, could, it could hardly fail to do that. Now... It's a scream that you can't imagine is even inside you, she said, the way she screamed after she found her kids, you know, bloody in the tub. Talk about Leo and Lulu, two and yeah. six. Leo, Lulu, and Nessie. She has other kids now, and what we don't know their names. names. We don't know. Like, them. they won't tell us. Boo Boo and um... BB. <laughs> Beepop. <laughs> Beepop and Baby Kanks. <laughs> That's the boy. So far. Yeah. She said, I don't even know where it came from. I just thought, I'm never going to be able to talk to them ever again. They are dead. I just saw my kids dead. This is a certainly horrifying thing, you know, yeah. to, to, to you know, have a situation where there's two dead kids in the tub. How do you they just, know that you one just... of the kids hadn't been attacked? Maybe both kids were attacking the nanny. Oh, self-defense would be a good a good way to go, I think, yeah. Why doesn't she try that? Well, she's insane. She's not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> she should just be like, well, that's your opinion. Yeah, you weren't there. I was there. <laughs> you say. So, yeah, again, Stop lying. Kindergartners, you know. Like, Stop uh, lying. So, someone was there. They say that this happened. <laughs> but she was there, and she says this happened. <laughs> Which one do you believe? And she's a mommy. And she's <laughs> her kid. She wouldn't let play baseball. That was the. I think that was a big uh, problem. Mm, there. And, uh, that must have been. That must have been hurtful. And he used to. And she used to make him. Uh, like if they heard a dog bark outside at their place, they would get under the bed together. Oh right, yeah. She is pretty fucking bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that stuff. Yeah, that that's that stuff all happened. No, no. As she left the silent courtroom, Krim yelled to Ortega. This is dramatic. You're gross. You're disgusting. You know what? That You're just gross. Sounds... That that that's really that. I get, that's what... go back to the kindergartners it... and say 
She yelled at her and she said, she's gross. They would say, that's that, not nice. Is that nice? <laughs> In front of everybody. And people wrote it down and told even more people. And then two other guys covered it on their podcast. Right. The only time Ortega appeared to show any emotion was when she appeared to dispute Krim's testimony on using Ortega as a housekeeper as well as a caregiver. So she's disputing that. She says something about that. And the other spats they had. Ortega no, leaned. I never. I, she, the woman was like, well, I did not ask her to clean up. She's like, yes, you did. <laughs> she says that she, uh, that, that wasn't the actual question. <laughs> she's uh, disputing a. She probably said something like, well, we asked her to do a couple of extra things. No big deal. And then she's like, no. That's what she said. She met. She said, no. No. And leaned, leaned toward her attorney as Krim talked about it and forcefully shaking her head and saying, no. No, they wanted me to do all kinds of things. Did windows. They wanted me to. She, she wanted me to go pick up the dry cleaning. And I had to do dishes. Dishes. I take care of the children. I take care of children. I am a professional. So that would be again like she probably doesn't talk necessarily like the Taco Bell dog. You'd say to the kindergartners, so um, if suppose someone asked you after you cleaned up your room, you have to go clean up your your brother's room. Yeah, would that be like fair? The, would that be fair? <laughs> right? No, and and, and we're not, they're not giving you any more allowance. And you know what? Same allowance. I kind of think with David Hogg as like the new arbiter of all st- democracy and standards and everything. Just give me the fucking phone. Why don't they, um, maybe kindergartners like David Hogg should be in charge of all the juries. Because who knows? He is the loudest and clearest uh, kindergartner voice. Yeah. And who better than a big boy like him, who has like a really good sense of right and wrong, mm-hmm. to, um, you know, because the thing is, a child like David Hogg, his moral perception is crystal clear. Yes. It's like kitchen clean. It's it's yeah. It's like asshole clean. It's unspoiled. It's unspoiled, and I mean, who better than someone like him or some other like first grader to to decide who's guilty and who's not? Yeah, exactly. It's like remember Robert Fulgham's "Everything I Needed to Know I Learned in Kindergarten," and and the, that's like a religion for me. Take a nap. Mm-hmm. Um, share. Mm-hmm. Don't pull your pants all the way down when you stand at a urinal. <laughs> oh, can I tell you when I was I, I just was out in uh, I took it I took an airplane trip. So I, I went to the bathroom at the airport when I got to Denver and I go in and there's a couple people standing at the urinals and there's this one man and then next to him there's like a kid who looked like maybe he was eighteen, but he was like about six feet tall and his pants were all the way down. <laughs> I didn't you hadn't you had not told me this. This is funny. <laughs> Yeah, it's 17, 18. And like, I think they snap a picture of this. That's what's, you know, because you snap pictures all the time. Well, I I didn't think it would be nice to snap pictures of a guy's ass in the bathroom. That seemed like not a good thing to do. It's still a funny thing to see, though. It was a little weird. I hadn't seen anything like that since, yeah, grade school or something. First grade. First grade. Um, yeah. And but I think maybe he was a little MR, you know, he was like a little bit um muff around the redges. Well, maybe a little like mentally retarded or something. Oh, he looked he was like all dressed very nicely and he was saying, We're gonna have so much fun in Denver. 
<laughs> we're going to have so much fun. And I guess his dad or whoever's like, yeah, why don't you text your sister? Tell her we're here. Why don't you pull your pants up <laughs> and text your sister? It was like just odd. It was unusual. Yeah, that is unusual. Uh, but, uh, this... Uh, you don't see that. I've never. I don't hear MR. I've never heard that. Do people? We should call him Mister. You know, he's kind of. Oh, he's, he's, he's a little Mister. A little Mister. <laughs> okay, we could do that. Uh, Be a good. Um, actually, it's a good. It's a good code word. So she says. She says she's evil. She said, "You're evil. You're evil." That's what she yelled at her former nanny. That's also on the way nice. out. It's again. We learned this in kindergarten. You know. Yeah. What you're saying is so true. The innocence of yeah, your moral perspective you know and who are the judges that's the problem with this country the oldest people in the world yeah the oldest ridiculous. people the president i mean you know old, what you know what the congress word, where the word old. senator comes from Mm-mm. senex old like senile yeah senator and senile have the same root yeah and uh do you know what house of representatives comes from <laughs> what um that's why we really need to have like like little boys and girls like mm-hmm. David girls, Hogg, little girls and boys, little girls and boys, little people, just David Hogg, people. Emma because Gonzalez. Because at that stage, they're just people. Yeah, they're when kind they're, of when they're, when they're just babies, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, we should really let babies, because eventually, even being able to speak, when you encode things in language, you're there's you've a bias already, involved. Yes, and you've already incorporated like all of the white supremacy, male mm-hmm. supremacy, toxic right. patriarchy, toxic mm-hmm. all of that, it's all of there. that stuff. Because it's encoded in language. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we really, babies should it's be like, running the, the planet. <laughs> yeah, babies like David Hogg. And the moment you are, yeah, exactly. Boop, boop, bop, bop, <laughs> yeah. Cuckoo, no more guns, daddy. I, exhausted. Uh, I'm tired. so exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> David needs a nap. <laughs> hey, um, here's an interesting case. Can I um? Can we move on from Yosemite Ortega? I, I wish we would have a long time ago. It's just uh, there's a lot of news, and we will have a verdict well, in that an, when yeah, we yeah, do. Yeah. yeah. This I is know. an interesting case because I mean, this gets back to that whole thing about being a boy and being a man. Yeah. And you know, you you hear a lot about this that the problem with men today, and you know, you, if you listen to Jordan Peterson, people. Wait, need, I, I hate to do this, oh, but fuck. the computer is really low. On- All right, so you know, there's been a lot of talk about how men need to learn to sort themselves out. Mm-hmm. Have you heard this? Like, grow up. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's true too. Don't be a little bitch. Yeah. Right. Don't be a bitch. Don't be a little like. There's a whole "Don't be a bitch" campaign that Jordan Peterson started. Yeah, and get on like. Get under the bar. Get some fucking get, tea yeah, going. Yeah, get some tea going. Lift yeah, some, some weight. Testosterone. Yeah, get your, yeah, get your, your get, tea yeah, going. Get some tea okay, going, well, yeah. out in Brooklyn, there was this man who wanted to teach some people a lesson. Um, now, the, the way the daily, you know the daily news, so they put it in kind of a funny way. Mm, yeah, they're always being funny. So listen to this, and then we'll read between the lines. Okay. A craven strap hanger punched a five-year-old boy in the face on a Brooklyn subway. Goodness. Then taunted the child, police said Sunday. Hmm. That is funny. I like the way they put that. The boy and his mother were riding on a Brooklyn-bound G train near the Bergen Street Station in Cobble Hill when the man came up and socked him around 425 Saturday, cops said. Came up and socked him out of nowhere. Are you going to cry to your mommy? The puerile brute said, according to police sources. 
heartbreaking almost. He dashed off the train at the Bergen Street Station. Mm. Yeah, that's the way they do. Uh, Cowards. Police on Sunday shared photos of the subject. Of the suspect. It's the suspect. He's described as, um, I don't know why they point this out. Well, they mentioned his skin tone. I'm I'm not going to say that because I don't think it's relevant. Uh, About 26 foot, 160 pounds with a medium build, short black hair and mustache. Uh, okay, so I thought this was an interesting case because the way they're trying to make it sound uh-huh. is like this guy was like some kind of bully. Will they make him sound like he's like a, listen to a, the way a, a they describe him? Lunatic, craven, taunting, mm-hmm. puerile. That's yeah. it. Puerile's too good for him. Maybe he was um. Trying to teach this little boy how to man up. Yeah, it's not always going to be so easy. and uh, That's yeah. what happens in life. Sometimes Sometime. life punches you in the face. What are you going to do about cry it? Cry to your mommy. Yeah, of course. Oh, you going to go cry to your mommy? <laughs> Pathetic. Yeah, but... Um, Pathetic. So that's kind of my take on this story. I don't know. What do you think, Pat? Well, he's trying to teach the kid you know, a lesson that the kid, we don't, you know, don't know that he I mean, he don't we always that. hear that like black boys need more positive strong role models black role models do we do we do we in fact hear that yeah i do yeah i hear it a lot yeah so that's why i'm saying that this is probably what the guy was trying to do just trying to be a positive role model <laughs> uh, well, is the man black know, i mean did they say yeah that? he is black he okay is black. yeah i i didn't want to point that out except now it seems it seems like it seems pertinent. like you've inextricably tied that to the story yeah. it seems pertinent but now honestly i don't know if the little boy was black but it doesn't really matter we all need more positive black role models in our lives <laughs> <laughs> well i've been able to discover some strong you know, black seeds i and i you know there's some of my favorite black uh, strong black role models, muddy waters you know sure uh of course uh, bill cosby colin ferguson he's not black colin ferguson you're thinking of uh, you're thinking of uh, the old Secretary of State. No, no, no. I'm thinking of the guy who shot all those Colin, people no. on the Long Island Railroad. Oh, he was not black, was he? <laughs> yes, he was. Was he? Colin Ferguson? Are you kidding? He yeah, waited no. until they got to Nassau know. County so he, Dinkins wouldn't be in trouble. Just let him go. <laughs> yeah, I guess he thought they were just let him go. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? You know, I mean, like, uh, I, that was a long time ago, first of all. And, and it was like 25 years ago. Yeah, today. <laughs> it was 25 years ago today, I believe. Um, and uh, it, it's something else. We have a, a very special update. Do you remember last week when we talked about um, the interpretations? We've mentioned this. I, I will interpret anything for you. I'll interpret uh, the statements that people make. I'll, I'll explain them to you in a way that you'll understand. If something seems obscure... And let's face it, a lot of times people are talking sideways at you. We live in a subtweeting, vague booking society yeah. where people are always kind of like, uh, you go, what the fuck do they mean by that? You know, and, and you don't want to ask because, like, let's say the moment has passed or, you know, let's say the maybe the moment hasn't passed, but you need this digested a little bit. Sometimes, yeah. like, an outside perspective really is helpful. So, look, anything that you need interpreted, I've offered to do this. Now... I can be an interpreter of situations, and also we've offered relationship advice. Mm-hmm. And I think that relationship we're, we're both advice... Ex- we're both experts on that. First of all, 
I have, to my credit, uh, two failed marriages. You have one. Yeah. And and those and, are those that that. And and we're currently in the midst of two shaky you know, marriages. Shaky marriages. Yeah. So you know that's. <laughs> we have five marriages between us. Five marriages between us, and that's a lot of time spent doing things like disagreeing. Yeah, arguing. And, yeah, and expressing that in, in the strongest possible terms. I mean, how, how much shit have you broken in all of those marriages? Mm, bam, yeah. I, I remember I broke an one time in my first marriage. Mm. Uh, I broke that, and I, I think our wedding picture got broken. Uh, one time I, I, my I first wife all the things that got, got so mad at me, she took a knife and stabbed it into a cabinet and like cut her finger. And, and um, of course, that's a, that that is now my evidence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was my fault. Absolutely. <laughs> she stabbed a cabinet. Yes, and then she, her her hand slid onto the blade, and she severed a tendon in her. Oh fingers. fuck! She was a serious cut. Oh yeah, yeah. She really fucked up her hand. Um, <laughs> I mean, I hate to laugh, but and uh, then the next week, she uh, was cutting an avocado. And she did the same thing to her other hand. <laughs> wow. So this was all my fault. She was... Oh, 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 because she was cutting with her right hand. It was yeah, yeah, cut, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> she had some stupid-ass way of cutting avocados where she stupid would like... Stupid-ass way of cutting st- avocados. She would cut it in half and then stab the the seed. Oh, real hard. Yeah. Yeah. Not really the best way to she do it. She has a stupid ass way of cutting avocados. Well, that didn't really. Bo- I mean, I didn't really care. She stabs cabinets. <laughs> she. Uh, she did have all of her. Look, the emergency room bills are getting ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. She did have her tendons like resewn or whatever. Let me but... tell you something. That's somebody you don't want around sharp, sharp objects at all. No shit. Man, that's a dangerous thing. You know, more people are killed every year with knives than with uh, assault rifles. <laughs> So-called yeah. assault rifles, right. many more. I know. It's just a thousands versus a couple hundred. So yeah. yeah, knives are surviving edged weapons. You know, sure. Is a, a YouTube video is what it is, yeah. and it's got so. Have we watched some of that? It's yeah, yeah, yeah. just so good. I, know. I loved it. Anytime you need a little entertainment. Um, now we, we normally we, we would take something like this and I would sit on it, I'd hoard it, and I would like you know spurt it out just in little bits on the show. Mm. But I think in this case, I want to tell everybody about it you out there listening it's a uh, surviving edged weapons just, just if you search that on youtube you get this thing it's about an hour and 20 minutes long and uh it's pretty thoroughly entertaining yep. for um you know for folks who think like us yep. from beginning to end but okay i was saying about the interpretations we yeah. we, we were saying also we didn't uh, hear again from uh from our friend that we helped and um but you know we, we yeah. devoted a, almost like 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 a mini episode basically. and this was a guy who had been laid up in bed. He was sick, That's if I'm right. not mistaken. Okay, he was sick. And his wife or girlfriend kept having... Um, she would have friends over, including some neighbor dude who didn't have a job. And this guy was kind of like a big swinging dick type, and he would come over... And our friend is, or our our correspondent was like, hey, why is this guy always coming over? And she's like, oh, well, I'm just trying to help him out. You know, I'm just trying to give him things to do. She would hire him to do handyman type stuff. And then this guy would come over and drink his liquor and eat his food. He was, uh, and just be yeah, kind of a little bit too at home. To me, it's an unsavory type of dude who comes over and starts helping himself. That's, that's the way I feel. Yeah. Now uh, he was laid up with double pneumonia. Jay was. Okay. I'm trying to think, it was it was after we talked about that, but before the podcast went up. 
Okay. That was the timing on this. So I did get an update from Jay. Oh, you did? It was very coincidental because we had just talked about it, and it was not because of what we said last week. Okay. He just happened to... All right. All right. And so I'm going to give you the update now. He says... uh, I want to hear it. He writes, Jay, I would like to give an update. uh, Or Pat, rather. Yeah, because you're my name. I'm Pat. He's Jay. I'd like to give an update on the interpretation you did for me on the show last year. This was last year. My God. Time flies. It certainly does. As you recall... My girlfriend allowed an unemployed neighbor to come over to our house and eat my food (laughs) and drink my alcohol. I love it. Like he owned the place while I was sick with double pneumonia. See, guys aren't often willing willing to be secure enough to to talk openly about these humiliating situations. Yeah, yeah, it's not even secure. To me, it's like, I mean, you could, when you frame something as secure versus insecure, it always sounds like a... Like if somebody tells me like, oh, it's good that you're secure enough to, to discuss that. It makes it sound as if, you know, you know personally me, I would not fucking be talking oh, about this. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like a, we're, we're the ones to bring it to. Yeah. Turns out that he asked my girlfriend for money to buy drugs, <laughs> which insulted her so much that she called his, <clears throat> get ready for this, parole officer. And he ended up going back to prison for another stint. Yay! <laughs> Wait, we didn't even know he was on parole. No, we didn't. What if this guy was so fucking secure, he wasn't even like, yeah, I need a loan so I can uh, blah, 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 or no, get didn't my, even make get my car fixed. He's like, yeah, I need a... Uh, can I get like a couple hundred bucks? That's fucking awesome. This guy figured he he was just in. He didn't even need to like play her. I, I, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that is quite a request, isn't it? Can I have some money to buy drugs? <laughs> Listen, I need a loan, man. I need some money really, really bad. Just, what for? Yeah, I just want to get some drugs. That's awesome. I wonder. I do wonder how he phrased that. Maybe he was well, like, I hey, wish hey. he had a little bit more Maybe he's like, you ever, do you ever do cocaine? She's like, no. Uh, well, hey, you want to do some coke with me? A couple hundred bucks would do it. You know what I mean? Maybe he yeah. was trying to do drugs with her. That could be. Or he just wanted to do drugs, and he figured, like... She's a soft touch. If she wants to come along for the ride. Right, exactly. Now, yeah. were they banging? Were they banging? And I, well, I should continue reading just to answer these questions. Oh, so there's I more. Guess, like, yeah, there's more, yeah. Well, he's because he's concerned, you know. He says it's fine for the show, which is fine. Uh, as I said, he... She called his parole officer and he ended up going back to prison for another stint, which is fine in the short term, but it makes me worry for when he gets out again. Will he seek revenge when he gets out? Most importantly, does he know it was all her idea to drop a dime on him? I've got five years to sort this out. So you see, he's concerned that uh, instead of just coming out and, you know, handling the problem with her, which is the one, you know, take it up with her, that he might inflict uh, revenge on him when 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 he gets out in five years. Wait, he's in for five years. Shit. Well, he now, says he's got, I, I assume he's got five years to sort it out. He's now, like, why did the parole, the parole, so she went to the parole officer and was like. Called him. Your guy wants to, he's like trying to. He said, he he, he asked me for money for drugs. It, it's, it seems like that's not. Uh, Is that enough to bust somebody on? To violate their parole and send them back for five years. Well, it's just an allegation. Maybe they did a drug test and they were like, he, he came up dirty. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. We are still living together uh, as we both co-own the house Yikes! and going to couples therapy. <laughs> See, to me, once you're at couples therapy, it's mm-hmm. like fucking over. Well. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I was, I, you, you may be right. Therapy helps you get well enough to break up. 
is what it is. Yeah. It, it helps you realize the truth of the situation you're in rather than the fantasy of the relationship that you're trying to cling to. Right. So I think that that's important. Maybe the, I don't know if that's what's going on with this couple. Uh, you know. It could be. Uh, you know, you need a you, God bless, but it because just... like because you really need somebody to tell you like no, yeah, you to co-sign the breakup in a way. Mm-hmm. I, I I think that that's what what it amounts to sometimes. I think so. Can, yeah, because you don't want to just break up. It's like well, we rushed out of this. Yeah, the last thing you want to do is break up and then regret it, and then maybe be trying to get back together mm-hmm. and all that kind of shit. It happens a lot. Uh, that people break up and get back together again, you know, a lot. It's really a hard thing to do. So, like, once you're out the door, it is a good idea to get a therapist to sort of like put his stamp on it and go, like, yeah, I can see. It. But they'll always tell you anything's savable. Um, but then well, I, I, has, I had a therapist one time tell me, maybe your problem is you can't break up with her. This was a couple's therapist. Or just it's a- somebody that had seen her and okay. then I also saw him privately. Um, yeah. I've been to therapy. I don't know if I've ever discussed this, but uh, that's fine. That's I fine. Uh, I had this girlfriend once, and um, like we started going out, mm-hmm. and she got this idea that we would start going to therapy immediately. Oh, okay, that's a good as idea. a way to kind of like start breaking up early, <laughs> <laughs> beat the rush. Well, that's effectively what it was. But her idea was like this way we can. She was saying like, "Here's the problem: most people go to couples therapy after all the problems have already emerged." Why don't we do it this way so we can get ahead of the problems? Was she uh, working for a therapist or something? Well, she that'd was, be a good way to drum up business. A crazy, that's nuts. Yeah, uh, yeah, it, it's not going to really do. A lot. Like, it's yeah, not going to do a lot right. to stoke the enjoyment of relationship. Is it? I know, right? To immediately be like, like on so your, what, what on your first or second date? So what's the problem? Well, we don't really know each other yet. <laughs> we need. We haven't. We haven't figured that out yet. But man. And that's kind of part of the problem. Can you help us figure out what our problems are? It's like, hmm, here's a bottle of wine right. and a joint. Uh, go to, to one of your houses and uh, consume these things and talk. Yeah. Co-owning a house together when you're not married is like, a, that's um, a huge step. I know. It, I, I don't know. I mean, look, I, I kind of think like. That's a big jump. That's that's like more, that's in a way more serious not more serious than having a kid because the kid, you, you can sell a house. I guess you can't really sell a kid and then split the proceeds. No, but you can leave a kid on a subway platform. Yeah, sure. Now that's... That's easy. Or you can like... Uh, and I never understand... You as a father may understand this. I don't have kids. Yeah. But I I, so I don't get it. I don't get why when you break up, you know, you don't just go, all right, um, not interested in... Parental rights, supervision. I don't ever want to see them, and I never want to see you again. So, take them here. I'll sign whatever you want, but like, I'm not ever going to pay anything either. And if I have to get into a child support situation, I'm going to seek as much custody as I can, and I'm just going to be the worst father that you've ever seen. And so, like, you can either take them and just stay out of my life, or you know, get ready for a lot of fucking problems. And I'm going to warp these kids. Yeah. And uh, look, I don't want it to go that way. I just Preferably, yeah. Why do number you one put, would be better. You love these kids, right? Why would you want to put them into this position? <laughs> Why do you want to use them as some sort of like uh, bargaining chip to get your child support? You know, right. like, I mean. Because I will fuck them up. They will need every penny of that just for the therapy. 
that I'm going to because of the inflict. mental illness yeah. that they're going to uh, the well, emotional distress, I should say. That's a good question, Pat. Um, yeah, what is it? What is the fucking tie well, because there? Because sometimes you like your kids, and 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 you, you, you <laughs> seriously though. <laughs> <laughs> It's a great question. Great question. I think a lot of dads do do that. Real, what I just said? Well, effectively, they just disappear, or they just act like the biggest fucking assholes. You see, I don't want to see. I, <laughs> sure, <laughs> not by design, though. No, no, probably not by design. Just by na- by nature. Yeah. However, though, you know, I, I guess a great the, idea. The situation I'm imagining is more like when it's like before you've had a time to get attached. You know, you break up when the woman, when it's a baby. You're just like, ah, oh, no one's gonna keep me away from my kid. I gotta have my kid. Yeah. And and uh, why? You know, I just it seems like you're getting a chance here to get to, away, to get the fuck away, to check out. But I would want legally to see. That's the thing. I don't want to just disappear. I don't want to track me down someday and going. Want uh, to, we want eighty five thousand dollars. You want your. You want your parental rights. You want to be stripped. Yeah, and stripped of any financial responsibility. That's really the more important. Well, they're part. not really going to do that. Well, you can't compel your wife or girlfriend to sign a paper saying, "I will never seek child support from you." No. Why not? They just because the state will come after you. You mean that she cannot forfeit child support? Based on the fact that she doesn't want you to see this kid. Now, I know that you might be stripped of your parental rights and pay, or you might yeah. not be necessarily stripped, but you can't ever see your kid right. unsupervised or something. Right. And you still have to pay. Yeah. But can't you just go, let's just get rid of the fucking payment? I didn't do anything wrong yet. <laughs> and uh, why not? Um, well, I guess a woman can just forego the payment. Yeah, that's fine. But but she can't sign a document saying I legally forego it and will never seek it. That that's what I would need. Some sort of I need something ironclad. But I don't know if anything's ironclad. Well, Even in like a, a yeah, like no, a prenup really now, you know, it's like they're like oh, no 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 no. Well, because like say the say the woman goes on support. I mean, goes on like relief and needs money from the state. They'll go after you to get to to reimburse the state. That but, sucks. That's it's hard for men these I've days. I've heard of some cases where like decks, the deck's stacked. Like like a guy I heard about this one case. This was awesome. This was in the New York Times. Like a guy okay, a guy and this woman had a baby. And there's three in the family. And then like two, three years later, he found out it wasn't his baby. <laughs> so wait a second. <laughs> so uh they got divorced. And she wound up marrying the actual father the of the baby. Oh. And they had more babies. So, hmm. But he was still on the hook for child support. How is that? So he's like, okay, that so ridiculous. the child is with her natural parents. It's not my kid. And, and I, I have, never get to see it. And I have to pay for it. Nor do I want to, incidentally. Yeah, I don't think he did. No, I just um, feel like the last thing I want to see. That, that one's rich. Fucking, that's rich. That's insanity. Where is this from? New York? I don't think it was in New York. It was in the country somewhere. Jesus fucking Christ. This seems like a California or New York thing. Like, no, you and you have to pay child support for all their children. Well, he didn't have to pay <laughs> the ones. You have to, and you have to pay alimony enough to support both her and, and the new guy. 
Maybe. And, well, uh, by the way, great response. A great update here from Jay. We appreciate yeah. that a lot. Thanks, no, man. No, definitely. I mean, and and really uh, cool. also, like, thanks for, uh, he says uh, at the close, just to close the letter, and he goes, uh, please keep up the good work. I have been listening since you were on Sunday Night Saffron all those years ago. And please keep Seth Barron around. He oh, is the best co-host that? you have had. And uh, your show is a highlight of my week. Oh, Jay. He also asked if I'm uh, planning to stand up out of the New York City area. Uh, I guess I, in a distant yeah, the way. the Scranton area. The, I've done that. The yeah. State College Wise area. Crackers, yeah, <laughs> if you happen to be... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in any of those places, like if you're if you're, if you're near, the, near, near the or... American Legion in uh, State College area, <laughs> yeah, uh, let's see where else will I be outside of the uh, New York City. But you area. have toured. Oh, you, you know you've what? Done comedy all over the country, haven't you? Yeah, I've done comedy in 46 states. How come you don't do that so much anymore? I got tired of leaving. I got tired of planes, and I thought if I can survive here. That I'd rather just like not leave. Oh, yeah, I just got and and you know. Plus, I started doing crime report at Compound, so oh, I yeah. do that on Mondays. But I mean, that wouldn't really interfere with the road schedule all that much. Kind of seems like the whole jet set road war, like going from like road warrior from right? one first class lounge to another first class lounge uh, to five star hotel. I know it sounds glamorous to fucking like you know huge venue to. Fucking some huge woman. To fucking some huge woman yeah. to going to uh, another first class lounge. It would another just be first tiring. Class woman, It'd another, be exhausting. It's like another first class woman, another another yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. cheap rental car, right. uh, you know, another you know super deluxe woman's uh, apartment with a cat or two, <laughs> you know, and then <laughs> yeah, another it, it all like, starts to blend. Another you know? like warm, gluey pot of Chinese food and another warm gluey load to clean off of your <laughs> stomach after watching <laughs> late night HBO or something yeah it just seems to well you see it, it gets tiresome I guess it does I work on the road I was on the road really steady for about 10 years and I was Good like Lord, I had enough of this shit I, don't, I love working in clubs all over the country but I, it just don't really I'm, you know, now, where I'm, does I'm Jay live? Right where does Jay live? Um, you know, he said in his initial, um, I, I I know this, but I just don't know it uh, to say it to you right now. But uh, I believe it's in the, it's obviously to the west of here and uh, yeah. to the east of California. So I think it's it's closer to well, here. Well, Jay, if you come on April 23rd to when we do our um, live performance of this show uh -huh. for an audience, I will buy you a Harito soda or... <laughs> Maybe a guacamole appetizer. You are really going to be on the hook for a lot of guacamole oh, and, and Haritos, I think. Now, Gua the date, by the way, I should mention this. We had a huge nor'easter storm here. And um, it was it was really, like, not super bad in the city, but it was bad in, like, Long Island. And, and uh, like, they had, like, quite a bit of snow there. And Where I, a lot was, of our fans are. Some of my favorite people uh, and, and good fans were going to be coming from Long Island and, so, uh, and, and from Connecticut. And so, like, uh, the club sort of... Um, had approached me about, well, do you want to like, uh, you know, move the date mm. for the 21st? Now, we've been talking about the 21st of March all this time. 21st passed, and we didn't do the show because of that. But we did reschedule. So the show will be now April 23rd. St. George's Day. It's a Monday. Oh, it's St. George's Day. We That was a coincidence, that the St. George's thing. Oh, but really? I'm pleased to hear that because we'll, we'll yeah. do something special then for, for St. George's Day. Yeah, like Kill a Dragon. Yeah, or bring a dragon back to life oh. and then kill it again. Because that's Shakespeare's birthday, you know. Yeah. And, and the day he died. That's right. It's also it's uh, the cool. day that he ate a lot of cake. 
throughout his life. Yeah, yeah. That I think that goes Birthday without saying. Cake, yeah. But I said it anyway. Um, some stories that we. Uh, I'm very happy to know that they're in therapy though, in couples therapy, and I'll tell you why. Because couples therapy is where you get to be right every once in a while. That's true. You know. Uh, yeah, if you're right, you're right, and sometimes you're right. Now that the, yeah, because uh, the thing is, if you're right, your girlfriend can't gaslight you. If yeah, that's right. <laughs> and they do someone, do that. There is someone else there saying, "Well, it kind of sounds like uh, I'm just. I just feel bad for. I I kind of feel like Jay. Like maybe this, maybe this gal. I don't know. Well, they're in counseling therapy. So, best movie could make. And I don't think that the guy, when he gets out of jail in five years, is going to come after him. I, I don't think so. I, I I really I don't. That seems unlikely. And besides, you know what? He handled everything fine before. I just hope he wasn't. You got to trust yourself to I handle. I just hope that. she wasn't banging this guy, this felon. Well, if there's any place it'll come out, it'll be in couples there. Yeah, a Bronx man. He decided to celebrate his. Uh, he won a lawsuit settlement ninety six thousand dollars. So you know he did what a lot of us would do. Sure, got himself three prostitutes. Went to a Hashitz Hashitz hotel motel. He lost it all when two gun toting pals of the hookers burst in and stole all the cash. They took the cash. Yeah, that was um. Victim Saul Meta Villegas. He didn't need to have all the cash with him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust my family. <laughs> Just because you have $96,000, it doesn't mean you have to carry it all around with He's you. Got, yeah, Even I, if you're going to have fun doing drugs with some hookers, sure, take, take that's like maybe $2,000. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> probably not. Probably 500. 500 would probably be sufficient. <laughs> he just wanted to show off. Yeah, exactly. He was, he was, it was big shotism. Check out my suitcase full of cash. I mean, like, I wouldn't have even think that, like, you'd have all the cash, you know, out of the bank and in a place altogether like that, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, you might have some investments, you know? Like, well, he was clearly they, trying to turn his, you know, glamorize his life, make it much as much of a rap video as he could. Well, yeah, because that's, that's what people who, that, that are really balling, when they're ballers, they do that. They carry a suitcase full of cash. Oh, I, yeah. I, I carry my cash everywhere I go. <laughs> She's uh, these two hookers, you know, they're obviously in on it. It was sort of a, uh, well. Oh, yeah. They called up their friends. Three hookers came over, had sex with a 30-year-old. Then they suggested they have a friend stop by with beer and cigarettes. You know what? We got everything we need but some beer and cigarettes. Oh, wouldn't it be great if we had some cigarettes? I'm going to call you. Is it okay if I call my friend? Yes, we don't have any. (laughs) Yeah, those aren't hard to get. Yeah. Run across the street. We don't. I wonder if he told them. I bet that they really said we're going to call our friend to bring blow, and he told the cops. They were told their friend they were just going to bring over beer and cigarettes. Uh Oh yeah, okay. That now it makes sense. And they were like, "Don't you want to do some? It'd be great if we could do some blow." He's like, "Yeah, I know a guy who can get some." He's like, "Oh, cool! I got a suitcase full of money." Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So it was around six fifty a.m. The, the company, actually a pair of uh, masked gun-toting men burst into the room, grabbed the overstuffed suitcase, and lit out. They peeled out in a black minivan because, you know, that's the, that's the car of choice. Oh, yeah. I am haunted by this, said Villegas. I keep playing it over in my mind. I was surprised they pulled a gun. I thought, where's the beer and cigarettes? <laughs> where's the blow? Where? What's going on? What? Gun? What? What is going on? I yelled, help, help. Help. They stole all my money. I was depending on that money to move my family. 
Is that what he said? Yeah. To move my family where? Out uh, of my house. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care where, but you got to get the fuck out. <laughs> this guy. I can't. He, he, uh, he says, uh, I see the weapon. Mm-hmm. I keep seeing the weapon they use clearly over and over. I needed that money badly. Cops released the photos of both the suspected gunman and three women who are wanted for questioning. Police sources said the $96,000 cash settlement was the end result of a suit involving a car accident. So, man, this guy did not deserve to have all his money stolen. He was just trying to get a little, you know, before he moves his family out of his house. <laughs> a Queens girl who jokingly tied a bath uh, a bathrobe belt around her neck in a stunt her mom reportedly had shrugged off as, quote, horseplay, has died hmm. two days after the tragic uh, stunt left her brain dead. Oy. Death of Precise Tucker. Uh, weird name, right? Yeah, Precise it's it's not spelled any other way. Do you way. think it was it's pronounced a, supposed to be pronounced precious? P R E C I S. I know how it's spelled. Precious, precious. Well, holy Christ! I don't know. It's like <laughs> anything's possible. Uh, this is in Dittmar's. That's what uh, uh, 9th Street. You you know where Dittmar's is, yes. right? Way way up at, at top of Astoria. There, uh, precise or precious had been trying to play a joke on her mom, Purity Baldwin. Wednesday night when she tied one end of the bathrobe sash around her neck and the other around the refrigerator door. She hung herself from the refrigerator door, apparently. Baldwin's a con ed worker, 39. She said, uh, hey, knock off the horseplay. But then walked out of the kitchen, leaving the little girl still tied at the neck and munching on potato chips. In lieu of a suicide note, she ate chips. Yeah. Uh, a short time later, the little girl's 15-year-old brother came back, said he uh, found her choking, summoned the mom, they scooped her up. They, together, they scooped out a handful of chips that had lodged mm. in the girl's throat. That's a two-person job. Do you think this was really autoerotic asphyxiation? <laughs> you know, and they say, oh, like with Michael Hutchins. Right. It it, it does. It has been said to, uh, you know, enhance the uh, the enjoyment of an orgasm. Or potato chips. Or potato chips. chips. <laughs> <laughs> well, this girl, she, she comes when she eats potato chips. Well, I don't know. They cause her to have an orgasm. And when you tie that off around your neck, it cuts off the blood supply, and there you go. Yeah. One more thing. New York City is using very uh, is using dry ice to reduce the rat population. So if you're concerned about the rat population in New York City, fear not. Dry ice is the answer. What they is dry finally ice figured do? it out. Well, it's it's uh, it, it what it does is it's frozen carbon dioxide. And so I guess that carbon dioxide must admit uh, emit, you know, it's effective on rats. It doesn't harm birds of prey, it says. Um, the way they do it is they bury smoking dried ice in burrows and park flower beds. So I guess it must smoke and like uh, that, the whatever it is, asphyxiate them. It must. Uh, the rats are trapped inside. They suffocate and die within minutes. Thank God. Within minutes, so all the rats are going to be dead. Oh God! It's about time. I saw they a rat murdered the entire rat population scuttling across like in Union Square yesterday. Usually they're just like you know darting. They scurry. This one was just. Out in plain sight. Mm-hmm. It was not night. It was just running across, running across Union Square. It was running or just kind of like walking. He well, said scuttling, kind of, so it's kind of like not. It's not speedily because they can haul ass or they they got that. It was kind lower of like gear. loping. Yeah, it was fucking horrible. It was probably not including the tail. It was a good eight nine inches. I mean, it was huge. Mm, that's a big one. Yeah, that's fucking nuts. They are nasty. One time. 
I had a girlfriend. She saw a rat at her at her, she was startled because you know sometimes the garbage is stacked on the sidewalk and it was it was right at her feet yeah. as she walked by. So she kicked it, you know, just oh. an instinct. She kicked it. The rat goes flying. Yeah. Lands on a baby stroller. Oh, <laughs> did not really. <laughs> yes. That's that's gross. It's it was that's horrible. And then she just she obviously you know didn't didn't hang out. So man, yeah, those rats they get cocky, don't they? They'll be walking on hind legs, and then it's all over. I feel like we're heading there. Yeah, we are. And we're also headed towards, again, April 23rd, and we'll you know keep you informed. Yeah, yeah, be there, yeah, Westside Comedy Club and all that stuff. Uh, it will be a great one. It's going uh, to be a new, improved, better New York City crime report uh, live. And, and yeah. uh, hey, you know what? Um, thanks for your comments, by the way. Uh, uh those uh, of you who, when you reach out and say something, thanks to our new patrons. We got a couple of new patrons, and we appreciate that. You know, I never know if anybody wants to be called out by name or anything, so I'm not going to do that. But, yeah. like, hey, we appreciate it, you know. And uh, Henry Kissinger, thank you. George Soros, thank you very much. George Soros, five bucks. David Koch, you, you put in 750 a month to Patreon. The Koch brothers, yeah. I mean, we just awesome. said we weren't going to say the name. Well, we said a few. So you know, we said right? a few. And of course, David Hogg. Thank you for your David contribution. Hogg. David Hogg's in for twenty bucks a month. Twenty bucks a month, and he's like I said, he's he's really too young to to speak. His birthday money. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, thanks uh, for hanging out, Sam. Appreciate it. Thanks, Pat. Thank you for listening to New York City Report. Is it over? Oh, fuck.